because we're going to be intentional about our growing, okay? Hello, hello, family. Welcome to Build Your Faith. It's your girl, Amaria, and I am super happy for you to be tuning in to this episode today. I want you to know that this is to help you build your faith and grow in your relationship with God. You are not doing this alone at all. We got you over here. And so before I begin, I want you to know and remember to please like, share, comment, subscribe, leave a review on any social media or podcasting platform where Build Your Faith is present to help build your faith grow and to reach someone that is struggling in their faith that needs encouragement as well. And so without further ado, let's just jump into today's episode. All right, guys, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so we are going to be talking about soul ties. Soul ties. We're going to be talking about soul ties because um, I feel like a lot of us know what soul ties are because of this generation. The word has been more and more uh popular (laughs) a lot of us have the idea of what a soul tie is but i wanted to talk about it because i realized that a lot of us don't actually know in depth what it truly means to have a soul tie and there's just a lot of components that i think it's very necessary to understand so that we could break some stuff into our lives and break away from some stuff that we may not even notice that we have and you will understand what i mean when we go on in this episode but um yeah i think it's very necessary because when i was studying this word okay let me tell you this was a word for me too because i'm like oh man i didn't even realize at one point this is serious and it's really nothing to be playing around with. And so as I was healing <laughs> through my studies, as I was healing with the knowledge that God was giving me, I'm like, okay, we need to share this because I know this is gonna be a healing moment and period and, and, and topic for someone as well once they know exactly what it means. So let me stop ranting and go straight into it. So I want you to know that there are positive soul ties as well as negative soul ties. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we talk about the, the negative soul ties, but we don't necessarily talk about the positive ones. And so soul ties is not necessarily negative. There's positives. So when we're talking about soul ties, it's just literally the spiritual component in a relationship. Okay. And so since it's just the spiritual component in a relationship, there's no negative or positive because you could have relationships with good people. Right. And so you could have a soul tie with a friend. You could have a soul tie with a family member. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Right. And so, uh, if I, if I give a biblical example, if you're talking about like Naomi and Ruth, they had a soul tie. It was so strong that Ruth can even leave her mother-in-law, Naomi. For those of you who don't know the story, if you want to Google it real quick or YouTube it real quick, but I mean after the the, you know the episode (laughs) but if you want to do your research about it real quick it's it's really not gonna just you know get a summary of the book of Ruth but basically just to sum it down into two seconds like Ruth um was Naomi's um sister uh, sister sister-in-law daughter-in-law sorry and she was a widow she ended up being a widow because her husband which is Naomi's son died um and so a lot of her a lot of Naomi's family members died and it was just both of them and then another girl but we won't get into that <laughs> it was just the both of them but basically like um Ruth could have left her Ruth could have left her but she said no I'm staying with you and you know I believe that happened because of the the soul tie that she had connected 
um, and, ad and, and adapted with her mother-in-law. And it was a deep one to the point where she couldn't left, leave her even after she had found a man. I'm, that's a spoiler alert for someone who wanted to read the book already, but she didn't want to leave her even after, you know, so many things have went wrong, even after finding a new husband. She was so tied to this woman in a positive way, you know? And then also, if I give an example of like uh, David and Jonathan, okay? In 1 Samuel 18 uh, verses 1, right, we see that they were um, basically connected through spirit deeply, you know, and if you look at that, I'm paraphrasing it basically, but they were connected. Their relationship was so strong that they were connected not only like on the scratch of the surface, but even deeper spiritually. And so there are some soul ties like that. That because it's like you love your friend so much that it's like let, let, let me get, let me put it like let me break it down like this okay have you ever had like a friend that you don't even consider a friend like at this point y'all are family members you call each other sisters and brothers like do you have that type of friend or like cousins or whatever like it's just you it's not even friends no more we, we are family we blood even though we're not really blood like have you ever had someone like that I've had I have a few. Luckily, I have a few um, girls that I could call my sisters, even though we, we we're we not even from the same like country or nothing. But we just have that deep connection where it's like, listen, we ride or die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I would do anything for you. And so, you know, that is a good soul tie. You know, that is a, a, a someone, some people that I personally trust. I've trusted for a long time, but I personally trust so much and love dearly to the point where we 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 not we not breaking up. We're not breaking up this friendship ever, <laughs> you know. Um, and I believe that God has literally put these people in my life. And so, have you ever had that type of person in your life? If you haven't, maybe you'll eventually find what find a person, or God will you know um, gift you that person. But you know, there are some people that are friends, but they're a family in our minds. And so that is basically the relationship that Jonathan and David had. Like it was a brotherly love type of thing to the point where, baby, I'll do anything for you. You are my brother. You are my sister. Okay. So again, that is a positive soul tie because they're looking at each other like, baby, no matter how mad you get at me, you're never going to get rid of me. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say that hmm, there are soul ties. There's two types of soul ties. There are soul ties that is reciprocated, you know, like two sides of the story type of thing, like you and the other person. And it's again, going around, y'all both know y'all in a, you know, soul tie situation together. And I'm talking about all types of relationships on any level. Um, but there's also, you know, the type of soul tie that is one-sided. You know, and you gotta be careful with these one-sided um, soul tie situations because a lot of the times it's a situation, for example, where someone is crushing, but y'all gotta be careful when y'all crushing, first of all, is what I want to say. Because the thing is, when you're crushing on someone, just just say, okay, he or she is cute and move on. You know, when it goes so far to the point where you start dreaming about that person or, you know, you start um, thinking little things and, and uh, well, little things are being done and they're being blown out of the proportion. Like, oh my God, he looked my way or she looked my way. He must or she must like me. No, baby, he, he's just looking at the food menu that's behind you or, you know, like don't, don't think too much of it. But a lot of times, you know, when people are crushing, you know, it's a mind game situation sometimes because the mind ends up playing tricks on them because it make it's making them think little things are bigger than they actually are 
You get what I'm saying? So it creates a one-sided situation and a one-sided soul tie because that person is thinking something while the other person is not. You get what I'm saying? That could happen with celebrities too in extreme cases or towards celebrities as well. But, you know, we're it's more dangerous, I would say, when it's someone that, like, you actually see on a day-to-day -day or actually see physically and um, they don't feel the same way about you. Because it's like now you're stuck in a situation where you're tied to a person that don't feel the same way and ain't nothing worse than that you know what i'm saying so be careful who you crush on be careful how deep you put thoughts and feelings in you know what i'm saying but um i feel like one-sided situations too are very very hard to break because you've already convinced yourself something in your mind that is not even real but again you know, you know those type of people that they've convinced you know i'm saying those type of people that could be me too you've convinced yourself some of something so much and so badly that like ain't nobody could tell you otherwise that happens a lot of times when it comes to soul ties that happens a lot of times when it comes to like the one-sided situations the one-sided soul ties um because you've convinced yourself that that person really doesn't like you like that when you really don't but anyways I digress. <laughs> so yeah, those are the two types of soul ties. Now, those are very dangerous and can be very destructive if it is a soul tie towards a person that is not ordained from God, that is not meant for you, that is not God sent. You get what I'm saying? If that person is God sent, then that's beautiful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Minus the one-sided soul tie part, but the reciprocated soul tie, that's beautiful if it's the person that you're meant to be with or meant to have a soul tie with. But if it's not, that could become so dangerous. This is why I wanted to talk about the situation because a lot of us are getting ourselves into situations where we are being tied to people God don't want us to be tied to. You get what I'm saying? And so now we're stuck after the relationship has ended, after the situation is done with or has happened, now we're stuck with these people in our minds, in our feelings, in our, in our, you know, it's like that lingers afterwards, right? The feelings linger afterwards. The thoughts lingers afterwards. And, and that is the problem. That's because a soul tie was created when, when it shouldn't have been. And now you're stuck picking up the broken pieces. Okay. We can't be opening ourselves up to any and anybody. It's super important. You cannot allow everyone and anyone to have access to you. Okay, it is about your soul now. It is destructive to your soul now, if that's the case. Because the thing is, when you allow people to have access to you when they shouldn't have, you know, you're letting people in and they don't know how to take care of you. They may end up hurting you. They may end up making a mess out of your life and they leave. And now you're stuck again with the broken pieces. So you got to be careful. You got to analyze people before they get into your life. You know, just be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. We have to guard our hearts. We have to guard our minds. We have to guard our bodies. We have to guard ourselves because we are treasure. A lot of us don't really, you know, ain't nothing wrong with thinking you're, 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 you're valuable. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You need to think you're valuable. And if you know anything about gold, gold cannot be just bought and touched by any, any, any and anybody who ain't got the, the funds to be able to buy that gold, you know? Or when you think of something valuable that is stored up in a museum, ain't nobody could just go up and touch it. No, it's guarded safely. You know, it's in a secure spot. You can look, but you can't touch. And sometimes a lot of us, we need to tell people, listen, you can look, but you can't touch. 
okay? And ain't nothing wrong with that. It's not you being cocky, but it's you being cautious until God tells you otherwise. Because if not, you let people touch it and they don't know how to handle you and they break you. You get what I'm saying? They break the vase. They break the valuable item because they didn't know they didn't know it was valuable in the first place. They thought it was just up for display and like anything else in the museum and they just touch it and they didn't know how to handle it so they break it. So listen, we gotta be careful. And this ain't nothing to do with, you know, not trusting people. You know what I'm saying? It's not really about a trust thing. It's just about being a being cautious until God says so. And if God, God says no, then hey, baby, you can't come this close to me. I'm sorry. You know? And so, yeah, I'm ranting now. But this is, I, look, this was not even my notes. I really just needed to say this because I think that a lot of us are trying to be nice. Um, but it's not about being nice anymore. It's just, listen, I need to guard this myself <laughs> I was this thing this thing called myself um because souls are being tied when they shouldn't have been baby if we see any negative soul ties happening we need to break them immediately immediately because again there's so much destruction that could happen from being tied to someone that has that should we shouldn't have been tied to in the first place there's so much destruction in being tied to someone that is not god sent Yo, that person could weigh you down, could could stray you and, and lure you away from God. Let me tell you, it, and it's not pretty. So God wants you to break the soul ties. So I wanted to say to you, this thing is spiritual, okay? And because it's spiritual, you cannot just cut the person off or block them. You know, it's not going to work. It's not necessarily going to work by itself because we're dealing with spiritual stuff. And to deal with spiritual stuff, you need to be able to deal with them with other spiritual stuff, okay? It's kind of like bringing a knife to a gunfight, right? When you decide to deal with spiritual stuff, with natural stuff, with physical stuff, because it's like, they're not, they're, it's not going to work. How are you going to win this fight if you're bringing something that is not even equivalent or or, or good enough to, to fight in this battle? You get what I'm saying? And so when we're dealing with spiritual items, you need to, to deal with those spiritual items with other spiritual items so it can be on the same playing level. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are asking me, okay, Maria, now that I'm, I'm, you got my attention, girl, how do I know that I have a soul tie? How do I know that I have a soul tie? Okay, so I want to read you a quick list because I'm like, I could just say this, but there's so many good things on this list that I'm like, I actually need to read it for y'all. So there, these are how, these are signs of you having a soul tie. So let me start. So one, it pushes you away from God. You know, it, it pushes you away from doing the things of God, obeying God. It pushes you from spending time with God or, or, or hearing God's voice. Like it separates you from God. Another thing is you have uncontrollable feelings and actions when it comes to that person. Okay. Uh, another thing is it pushes you to lower your standards when it comes to that person just so they can feel good, better, or comfortable about themselves. It pushes you or they push you to be someone you're not. Another one is it affects your focus, you know, and then there's another one that said to like, um, people be telling you, you know, you changed and you're not listening to them. Like you're, you're taking offense to it. You find yourself sitting a lot without any remorse. Um, you're less productive. You're less proactive and you're more passive. 
um, after leaving that person, you still cannot advance in life. When something reminds you of that person, you get emotional. Um, always justifying that person all the time, every time, no matter how bad or dirty they did you, you justify that person. You put the blame on yourself when they left. You find yourself having weird dreams about them or physical dreams about them a lot and you don't fear God anymore. So I like this list because it's not just about godly stuff. It's about stuff that like we deal with with our emotions. So I think it was very vital to, you know, read it because I'm like, you know, people may not see that they have a soul tie with the godly stuff, but they would see it with the like little things like, oh my gosh, true. I don't listen to my friends when they tell me I change. I just think they're acting like jealous or something. And so soul ties will use doors. Okay, they will use doors to get to you. And so there are three doors, three doors that a soul tie will use to get to you. The first door is through emotion. The first door is through emotion. And so a soul tie um, is going to use emotions to get to you. Okay, and that's when you get like emotionally attached. That's when you start, you know, developing feelings. Um, things like that and it's not a bad thing to be emotional it's not a bad thing to have feelings but when it is towards the right the wrong person sorry like that's really where it becomes because you're in first of all you're in a vulnerable state and second of all yeah that is going if you've developing feelings for someone that you would find out two years from now that was the wrong person because they end up doing you dirty for various reasons then you're gonna be like man I wish I hadn't developed those feelings because now I'm in a soul tie because the soul tie will use the feelings to get through to you. And so, yeah, yeah, that's door number one. Door number two is there. I need y'all to highlight. If you're taking notes, please tell me you're taking notes. If you're taking notes, like put a star next to it or something because the thing is, the second door is through words and speech. Now, let me tell you, I say this so often, words are powerful. What you say is powerful, okay? Um, what you declare with your tongue, with your mouth, it is powerful. You cannot just be saying things and saying, oh, I didn't really mean it. No, no, no. Let me tell you something about the spiritual realm, bro. Like, you can say things, they don't care if you mean it or not, you said it, you get what I'm saying? And so they, it is very powerful what comes out of your mouth. That is why we tell you to be careful, be careful what you say to people, be careful what you say um, to yourself, how you speak to yourself, because those things create thoughts and those thoughts can be destructive to you, right? To your mind, to your advancement, to your progression. Like it could be so, yo, some of us cause our own depression because of how we speak to ourselves. We don't speak to ourselves nicely at all. You know what I'm saying? So we got to be careful. I always say this. Okay. So the reason why I'm saying words okay is the second door is because when we look at marriage okay a marriage isn't official until they say i do okay the i do is the verbal declaration that you i do you say yes you give the okay to death do us part to forever and ever and all of that other stuff so yeah the i do like seals the deal you get what i'm saying and so it creates an alliance it creates a covenant, it creates a promise, it creates a, a tie, aka soul tie, to the person you're saying I do to. 
okay that is why they want you to say it to verbally declare it okay so if we bring that towards our life now for us who basically um we be saying to our to our significant other oh um you're my one and only we're saying to them oh i will never find someone like you you're my husband you're my wife um i will forever love you um I'm your right and that you know all of those stuff we are declaring to that person that we're in this forever ever <laughs> you get what i'm saying which is cute you know if it's the right person but if it's the wrong person we do realize we are connecting to ourselves to someone that god has not intended for us to be with you get what i'm saying you get how detrimental that could be how destructive that could be how serious that is and so you're wondering why you know two three years later you still talk, thinking about jerry or, or sue or whatever like you're still thinking about that person like you're still thinking about them because two years three years before in the past you used to tell them you are my one and only no wonder you can't find nobody because you already told somebody who wasn't your somebody that you that they're your somebody you get what i'm saying so we gotta be careful what we say it is not no joke these words there's power in your tongue and so don't be too quick to say things with your words until god has revealed to you that you should say them you get what i'm saying don't be so quick to be declaring your love for people or all of that stuff and this is not again about not trusting people or having love issues and trust issues and all that stuff it's more about being cautious and waiting on god to give the go the green light um yeah before doing things prematurely because when you do things prematurely the chances of survival is low right and so we got to be careful the last door is the third door and it's through physical the physical now this is the most popular one this is the one basically when you think of soul ties this is what we're talking about we're talking about the physical and i'm saying physical because it's not just through sex even though i know a lot of people um think soul ties is just through sex it's more than just that physical could be kissing touching hugging all of that stuff but you know yeah so it's through the physical and so um yeah i we are human beings and I know a lot of us desire someone and it's completely natural, it's even biblical. We all desire to be with someone. We all desire to have that special somebody. We all desire to be with someone, <laughs> one person, not everyone. And so, yes, I understand you're probably on a journey of trying to find the one and you thought that person was the one, you give yourself physically to that person and however that means to you um, and then things didn't work out and so you keep doing that and it's a cycle um and so you have been physically with multiple people because you always ended up thinking that they're the one and i understand but here's the thing now you have connections and soul ties to a bunch of people that god has never intended for you to have that connection with them on that deeper level that tie with them on a deeper level and so I get it. I get it. A lot of us really want to be with that special somebody and go, you know, but like you need to wait on God. You need to wait on the goal of God. Well, he's not going to allow you to, to just give access to everyone on who you are. You're, you're too special and too valuable for that. So the thing is, we desire to be with that special somebody but we are giving all of these intruders a key to a space within us that they shouldn't have it should be illegal for them to have it you know but yeah we're still giving it out 
listen, you do not need to give everyone access to you. You are too valuable for that. You are too special for that, okay? And God does not want everyone to have access to you because he knows that they don't know how to handle you. So you got to be careful how and who you give that key to, baby, okay? And so without further ado, I wanted to give you an idea now of an exit door, of some exit doors, because we talked about the front doors, we talked about how they enter, but now let's talk about how they exit out, okay? Because they can't, they will and can't exit out, okay? And so basically how to cut a soul tie. How to cut a soul tie. So let's start with the first one. My first one is boundaries, babe. Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> you have to set up boundaries. You have to say, listen, enough is enough. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of having these thoughts about this person. I'm tired of, of this person stagnating me from advancing in my life spiritually and physically. We're not doing this no more. So I need to set up uh, perimeters, set up gates, set up um, spaces for them to know that they cannot enter. And if they don't know, these perimeters, these gates will stop them from entering every time. Like if, even if you wanna try, babe, you, you could try, but you're not gonna get it. Those are what boundaries are, okay? It's whether or not that person wants to enter, they're, they're not gonna have that access because those barriers are present. You need those barriers in your life for people who are undeserving of you, your value and your access. And, and, and people who have been weighing you down and hurting you constantly, you need to create and set up these boundaries and do it intentionally. Like don't do it when they're there, when they just happen to pop up. No, you need to do it now so that when they do pop up, those things are already set in place. Those security guards already around, ready to protect, okay? Those those bodyguards are already around, ready to protect with their, with their guard dogs, okay? So you need to have those barriers. The other thing is you need to cut off all bridges, burning the bridges down. That means no more phone number, no more IG, no more Facebook, no more, I say IG, Instagram for those of you who don't know, no more Snapchat, no more, no more room key to the apartment, like no more sharing the car, like cut it off. And I want to say this, it is not immature for you to cut someone off or block them, okay? As long as your intention is not to, to anything immature or not to like get back at them or whatever as long as it's for the reason of you bettering yourself and you moving on and you cutting off the soul time and there's nothing wrong with that and if anyone wants to say anything about it you know who you are you know what you're why you're doing it so just don't even mind them the other thing is making a decision never to go back you have to make a decision okay you have to make a decision listen i choose to never no matter if they text me, no matter if they, they, they call me from an unknown number, I'm not going to entertain this anymore. You get what I'm saying? And so that decision is helping you never not fall into temptation when they do pop up back up because they can because the enemy will pop up. So you're, so you're making that decision, okay? And I know some people will be like, okay, well, why doesn't God just stop them from texting me? No, because God is going to allow things to happen so that you 
have the freedom of will and freedom of choice to choose to not answer that. So the next thing is renouncing, okay? Remember we talked about words being powerful? So all those words you said about promising to forever be in their lives, promising for them to be your one and only, your right and I, all of that stuff. All of those things you used to say, now you gotta renounce them. You used words to bring them up in your life, now you gotta use words to remove them from your life, okay? You gotta be like, no, they're not my right and only, no, they're not my husband or wife, no, they are, no, 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 no. You gotta renounce them. And so the last thing is this, okay? Before we end, you got to pray. You gotta pray. You gotta fast if you need to. You gotta do what is necessary. If you can't pray for yourself or you feel like this is too strong for you to pray for yourself, you need to ask someone to pray for you, but it needs to go. So yes, all of these things are great, but without prayer, baby, remember we talked about the weapons, and all that stuff, you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. It's the same thing here. You can't just do the physical things. You got to do the spiritual things because it's the spiritual thing itself, right? So you got to pray. You got to fast if you need to. The fasting just helps you focus on God and focus on his power and focus on the ability that he's about to give you in the moment. It helps make room and space for what is about to happen in your life and for God to speak to you. So let me tell you, you need to do what you got to do to break it because these things are serious and they're very hard to uproot, but they're, 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 it's possible to uproot them, but it's just going to take, sometimes it's just going to take time, honey, okay? But you got to be serious about it and to be serious about it and intentional about it, you got to pray and fast as needed. <sighs> there was this, this could be a long episode, but um, this is a very necessary one because... Soul ties, I feel like a lot of people in the generation have soul ties that they may not be super cautious of or they don't know how to get rid of or whatever. And this is equipping you for if you don't have any, for if you ever do. And if you do have, this is a time to break them because it's, a, it's no joke. Having people have that much control over you after they've left and they're not in your life anymore, listen, no. It's going to stagnate you more than you ever could think. Right? If you want to move on, this is the way to do it. Break that soul tie in the name of Jesus. So that's that was it for today's episode, guys. I hope this helped. If you have any questions, feel free to write a comment in the comment section below. If you're watching it on YouTube, feel free to DM the buildyourfaith.ca page. I'll be happy to answer any questions. I love you guys, and I hope that this has blessed you. And we will speak again in the next episode, okay? Love y'all. Bye.